0: Hello and welcome to the Before I'm 30 podcast, the podcast where we explore what it's like to be a 20-something, trying to navigate your way through your career, love life and achieving your goals, while still finding the time to have fun and live your best life. Hello and welcome back to the Before I'm 30 podcast. So today we're going to talk a bit about mental health because, um, as you're probably aware, it's um, Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, so talking about mental health is quite important to me because I myself as have it. I've experienced ill mental health. Um, I've suffered from seeing things such as depression and anxiety, and I'm not afraid to share, and I'm not ashamed to share. Um, that I've had these experiences and I've been through it as well and I think a lot of people don't want to talk about it and they have this kind of feeling of embarrassment or kind of afraid to admit that there's something wrong and I think a lot of the time this is what stops people from going and getting help when when they need it. Um, So you probably didn't know but suicide is the leading cause of death in young people aged 20 to 34 in the UK and 78% of those are males and it's probably been said a lot of times but men don't necessarily like to talk about things and I think I think a big way to improve your mental health is to talk about it to when you're not feeling okay or you're feeling a certain way or you just kind of know something's not right is to talk about it whether that be of a professional or with um, a friend or family member, um, it's it's good to talk about it. And a lot of people don't do that, and I feel like that's detrimental to their health. If, for example, it's the same as physical health. If you something you, you get this big growth in your leg, you wouldn't just leave it. You'd go and talk to a doctor. You would tell the doctor what the problem is. They'd look at it, diagnose you, and give you a treatment. It's it's the same with mental health. If you don't, if you just leave it there and kind of just let it grow and grow it will continue to grow and you need to tell someone and you need to try and get help or try and help yourself and I I do appreciate that there's something that's really hard to do and that's something I've struggled with as well but you have to take steps to try and improve things because if you just leave things how they are they just they can just get worse basically so i think a lot of um, young people are suffering from things like depression and anxiety or or just ill mental health in general because there is a lot of pressure just to create this kind of stable life for yourself and then with the current economic climate with just how things are at the moment it can be quite difficult to just sort of get that kind of settled life that well everyone wants like i've said before in previous podcasts that whole getting your career sorted Feeling stable, marriage, kids, all all of that, all of that kind of stuff. It's it's a lot of pressure, and sometimes you may feel like you're falling behind, or you may feel like you've got these things, and it's just all a lot to cope with. And I think this can definitely contribute to um, the highest suicide rate within like our age group. Um, I think also the transition from being kind of dependent so you're dependent on your parents your families um if you haven't had that before you're you're dependent on someone and then you go from that to suddenly having to stand on your own two feet like there's no safety net attached anymore and I think this can cause a lot of anxiety and stress like you're completely reliant on yourself the you feeding yourself is all down to you what you cook and how healthy you are is all down to you everything is down to you now and especially if you have started a family you everything's now dependent on you and other people are dependent on you and I think just that whole transition in such a short space of time can be quite difficult for a lot of people and this just dealing with that stress and dealing with all the anxiety that comes with it it's it's a lot to deal with and it's scary and it's daunting and just you just don't know what to do sometimes and I think it can be a bit overwhelming. And then there's this whole kind of going it alone. So, for example, you've le- left university, you move to a big city to start your um career, or you just move away to study. It's it's difficult. You're you go from being surrounded by people to completely being on your own and you have to make friends, you have to meet people, otherwise you're just at home on your own and and that can be very lonely and I think that can definitely be a sort of cause for depression and for me my, myself that's something I've experienced not having um, necessarily those people around me and just having the ability to call someone up and say hey let, let's go out and do this it's a nice day it's it's difficult and it can kind of get you down sometimes so I think when when you make those big transitions and you don't know anyone just not having that support network or a group of friends behind you can just make it all the more harder especially when it comes to, like, talking about your problems and things. And as I said previously, talking about how you're feeling can make a big difference to your mental health and, and it can help you to get help if you, if that's what you need. And then we also have this whole starting your first job. And even, and even if, say, you've had that first job and you've been in that job for a while, it's just clinging on to that career ladder and trying to wake your work your way up and just holding down that job and then you've got to tick all the boxes to get that promotion it's just so much pressure to succeed and just be good at what you do and it's hard like juggling all of this and sometimes it can just feel like too much and that's what's something we're going to explore a bit more so we're going to speak to um fraser and he's going to tell us a bit about um his views on mental health and how he copes and um, what he's experienced. So, Hello, so I've got Fraser with me today um, and we're going to be talking a little bit about mental health um, as it is Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, so Fraser, um, firstly I'd like to ask you, um, ha- how do you think people view mental health?
1: <clears throat> well I think uh, there's uh, not much thought goes into mental health, especially when it comes to employment side of it, it, is, it there is a very lax attitude, well there has been, uh, over, uh, for up until the recent, recent years on what mental health actually was, uh, it was quite a taboo thing, people do not really talk about it. And uh, companies don't have much of a support for people that have mental health issues. And I think is uh, now, as people, uh, it, it's becoming more of a prevalent problem now, uh, as more and more um, pressure is put on to people to become more efficient, to uh, produce more, to output more, to take on more jobs and roles than within, within their work and their life. Mm. Um, to say, uh, one, one key point would say, that women in general, when they have to, take on more roles within work as well as uh, child care and they have to take on household responsibility as well not a have to but it's it's kind of a um, a social expectation of them and that is i think uh, crops into mm. stuff that needs to be understood a bit more
0: and so, appreciated. so from a male perspective how would you say um societal pressures can affect one's mental health
1: well, it can, if you're under a lot of pressure within your work to, to perform, uh, and as as I think everyone is now to some extent, uh, it can have a big impact on your mental health. Uh, when I was... Um, uh, recently, I been doing, I was doing quite a few hours, about 16 hours a day working. I didn't realise that it was... Uh, it was not all, I don't really get many mental issues myself. I, I can deal with most things. But it's not just the mental health part. Even if you are sound of mind... Uh, putting yourself through a lot of pressure working has health implications. Uh, I suffered uh, high blood pressure. Um, well, it w- I, I managed to control it quite quickly by getting rid of one of my second jobs, and one uh, of my additional jobs. And um, uh, my blood pressure returned to normal. It was quite high for mm-hmm. a period of time. I didn't realize I felt great, but my body obviously wasn't wasn't agreeing. Yeah. So it's, it's how it can affect other things.
0: So once you realised um, that the way you were feeling was affecting your health, um, so you said you quit your job, but did you also um, do anything to relax as well? Anything to sort of help your mental state to calm a bit?
1: Well, a lot of times the, time the um, high blood pressure was mainly about controlled breathing,
0: mm-hmm. not panicking
1: about certain things because mm-hmm. when I had a lot of, a lot of tasks on, I, I basically over-encumbered myself with work, mm-hmm. which is all good. It uh, helped me... Um, get uh, get past things and uh, achieve parts of my life which is now coming to fruition with yeah. a house by and that uh, but it was uh, probably a little bit too much for a bit of time so it was just a case of pulling myself away from that having a breather and even, even meditating to some extent I started to uh, learn how to, to meditate
0: yeah. and
1: that really did help uh, control it. my mind just empty my thoughts out you realise how much is going on there mm. even when you're not doing anything and that's uh, when you start uh, clarifying what you need to be thinking about.
0: So other so, than um, it sort of manifesting itself physically, hmm. um, how can you tell if you're feeling a bit stressed or it's just like, oh, every- too much is going on? <laughs>
1: it's very <laughs> difficult for me to realise when I'm stressed sometimes. Hmm. Uh, it's, it really it, manifest itself in a, in an in attitude or a behaviour mm-hmm. before I know mentally that there is a problem most of the time, I'll, I'll notice my actions perhaps eventually and uh, shortness or tiredness or generally anything like that before I know there's a, an actual irritation that I'm, I've got mentally mm. uh, it'll, it'll normally come out in another way before I figure out <laughs> there's something wrong in the first place
0: So when when you so. do realise then do you talk about it? Is there anyone you go to to talk about these things or, or is it something you keep to yourself? Or? Um...
1: I generally keep things to myself, to be fair. I do talk about it, and I think it's great when you have a pressure release, when you have, probably have a cry or you release a, uh, an emotion, mm. and, uh, and then you, it can make you feel amazing afterwards, like, uh, like a pressure. Well, like a, <laughs> yeah. a, a whistling, whistling kettle. It just goes, <laughs> and it feels good. Yeah. But uh, probably uh, very, very talked to many people about it. My wife, maybe, mm. you know, but generally not... Uh, not something I talk
0: about
1: very often. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know why, that, why why that would be. Uh, but I do know it's not it's not it's not that I don't understand that it is good to talk about because I agree that it is. It's just finding time to talk about it or wanting to start uh, know how to start talking about yeah. it or even what the issue is in the first place. Yeah. Because sometimes mm-hmm. like you can feel down, and you won't know why. I You'll just have those that. points of. Mm-hmm wake up today don't feel good sometimes it could be tiredness you didn't get a good sleep last night something went playing play in the back of your head it just it could be anything and sometimes it's just a day and a bit of time and you, it, the next day's feelings are completely different mm. yeah.
0: do you kind of assess it then so you think oh you know what, I'm just feeling like really down today like what is causing it or do you just kind of like put it to one side well yeah
1: I do think about it a lot uh, if, I'm, if I'm feeling particularly uh, unhappy for whatever reason but you can feel unhappy For no reason at all. Yeah, Uh, yeah. um, uh, Well, there is obviously a reason behind it, but it won't be anything obvious or anything. It might not even be big. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there's a bit of time and you'll feel okay. But if it's persistent, if it happens for a long time, Mm -hmm. then you have to start thinking what is causing it and what do I need to change? Yeah.
0: Okay. For myself, I'd say a lot of um, the kind of, mental health that I have to deal with is anxiety I get really stressed and a lot of that um for me is from work and the pressures from work do you think um companies could do a lot more to protect the mental health of their employees and if so kind of what what would you suggest
1: I think a lot of that comes down to um uh, certain perks within a job that allow them to uh become a little bit more flexible so they can have a better work life balance. sometimes you have so much uh, pressures on you whilst you work in you know, order to work or to perform a certain way, uh, but you don't have uh, a, a very large incentive to mm-hmm. do it. Yes, you have a wage and you have all those other bits mm-hmm. and bobs but that it doesn't always it doesn't always matter to a certain extent. it can get you so far. Uh, a wage, or even some people that don't have, a work under such pressures, but don't even have a consistent wage yeah. that allows them to live a reasonable life. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have financial pressures when they go home, yeah. and that is yeah. awful to work, uh, say, sometimes forty plus hours a week, mm-hmm. and to not have a uh, uh, was it stability in your life?
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: and having no stability because of financial pressures can be an issue with mental health as mm-hmm. well because you ta- you're literally not resting you're not taking it away with you mm-hmm. and your work can feel futile and the other, t- uh, other side of the coin is you can earn lots and lots of money uh, do lots of different things and have a pressure where you can't relax you can't yeah, just switch mm-hmm. off and that's when so mm-hmm. as far as a company goes it'd have to look at just being able to manage someone's uh, psyche and how they're feeling have yeah. a department for that perhaps or, some, mm-hmm. uh, or provide a service for someone to talk to yeah. and to uh, um, good, a good HR I guess uh, mm-hmm. a good way of um, figuring out what's best for that person and yeah. not looking at them as a number seeing yeah, them as more of a I agree entirely as s- somebody so. mm-hmm. A lot of people nowadays, you're, you're a big organisations just lots of numbers working yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. And they look at you as a wage. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we've all got our so, employee numbers, yeah, don't
1: we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Well, <laughs> yeah. You are name on that. You, your name is your alias, your number is, yeah. is your true identity. Yeah, that's who you are. <laughs>
0: so. Brilliant, thank you. Um, so just the final question. Um, so what advice would you give to someone who is not feeling 100% Uh, maybe they are worried their mental health isn't exactly what they feel it should be what what advice would you give
1: if you're of any any doubt and you've been going through these problems for a while as you wake up every day and you're feeling down uh definitely go and find some some help find some support there there is support out there Mm -hmm. um there is obviously people that listen and sometimes it's not always as easy as you'd I like. would well, personally like it to be found.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But uh, it's good to at least try and find Do something. Do you think
0: that's an issue then as well? The fact that people don't really know where to go yeah. when they're well, of course.
1: Ways. Yeah. Um. Uh, sometimes in the company you can have little signposts saying certain things, little, little banners, little posters. But it, it's not it's not really publicised where you go for this. Mm. If you ask me now, where to go. I'd probably end up having to ask random people some random questions and I'll call up certain companies or a Google search Mm. just to find it. But it's not, nothing's clear in my mind of where you would go. If you're real, you'd go to a. uh, Doctor GB love, or a doctor, yeah. uh, but if you're mentally ill, you don't really have a signpost to go. If you no. have a mental issue, I'd say mental illness for the long term, but to say if yeah. you have a, a psychological problem that just, uh, is keeping you down, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't you can't beat it, can't get over it, and there's no real cure for it, sometimes the cure is to talk to people that are in the know or know where you can
0: yeah.
1: find that mm-hmm. um, outlet. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I think Fraser hit the nail on the head there really. Um I think a big issue is that people don't know where to go when they're feeling a certain way or what to do when they're feeling a certain way. Um I think probably the first step is kind of realizing when things are getting too much and when they're starting to affect you. So this could be, like Fred said, he notices changes in his behaviour, um, sort of irritability. Um, it, it just depends on the person, but I guess it all comes back as well to knowing yourself and knowing what you think is normal for you. So if there is a lot of kind of stress going on and you feel like the way you're behaving isn't, is maybe outside of your normal, um, then... I would say get get some help or speak to someone about it because it is very difficult to realise when something's wrong, especially when you're stressed because you're just so busy and there's just so much going on. You don't even have time to stop and think. And that's something that we all need to take time to do. We need to take time out of our daily lives to just sit and reflect and me- meditate for some because um, it just gives us the opportunity to just... Sort of have time of ourselves and and really look at our health and how we're feeling because it's so much easier with physical health. You can usually feel it. You feel pain. You can see something that shouldn't be there. But when it is mental health, it is a lot harder to um, to to tell and to see what is wrong. And I think something that really Kind of is affecting the mental health of um, young people today is kind of the pres- the pressures from society. I think before the press, I guess pressure was on maybe more of a micro scale, so you'd have family pressures, so your parents wanting you to do this, your family expecting this from you, whereas now it seems like the world is expecting something from you. And I don't think this is helped by social media. So you go onto Instagram, you see people doing all these exciting things, you see people having all the success you see people doing all these things that you're not doing and you kind of feel pressure to be where they are or have what they have and and even physical as well you see people looking a certain way and you feel that pressure when there's just so much out there and so much visual and and people talking and videos it's just one you don't get that time to just sit by yourself you kind of go to bed, you have your phone by your bed, you have a little look on your social media for your sleep. You don't have that time for yourself and you don't... And at the same time, you're being bombarded by all these outside images of people just being them. (laughs) And that can really affect people, I think. So, I guess, just... Maybe an important thing maybe to take into um, this next week is just to maybe just take an hour out of your day. If you can't take that much time, even just ten minutes to just sort of sit and think or just sit in quietness, away from your phone, away from everyone, no interruptions, and just not even try and think about anything. But just kind of sit there, and whatever comes into your mind is kind of maybe what you need to think about. So just need to take some time out for yourselves and do things that you enjoy and that make you feel happy um sometimes you just need to pick me up don't you and (laughs) buy yourself a chocolate bar that's what I always do I'm having a stressful day No, it's not good to rely on food and all that but I get myself a little treat and that that sometimes can make me feel a lot better and again as I've said throughout um this episode talk to someone but have a friend there that you can talk to a family member sometimes even a colleague um if if there's no one you feel you can talk to um usually at work they usually have a helpline that you could talk to um there's also government helplines um that you can contact and um, which i'll give you numbers for at the end um but yeah do get help and don't suffer in silence and take time for yourself Have a good week. And don't forget to check out my blog, Before I'm 30. You've been listening to Bella Rose, and thank you for tuning in.